know it's going to take a bit of time and you think, well, am I wasting my time? You're not because you're learning all the time. Every time you put pastel pencil to paper, you're learning. And I've had this happen so many times in my classes where people have said, Hello and welcome to episode 88 of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How's it going, Dad? Uh, it's going very well, mate. Over the internet. Yep. This time. That's right. I've uh, had a wonderful few weeks in Broadstairs. It was really nice. The weather was very kind to me. And uh, now I'm back in London town. Yeah, well, the show went well. I've got to tell everybody that. We saw it a couple of times and it went really well. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm sure people will be thinking that. Thinking, oh, we, how did he do? Anyway, well, I'll tell you, folks, it was great. Well, it was a week ago today, actually. We were recording this on Thursday, and uh, oh, yeah. it, it was a yeah. week ago today that it was the opening night. I can't believe it. It's just it's gone so quick and yeah. so yeah. nerve-wracking. God, that first night was so nerve-wracking. And, um, yes, like you say, it went well and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, getting back to normal life uh, is a bit rubbish. If I'm honest, yeah, it's a bit of a downer, <laughs> I imagine, isn't it? It is. It is a bit of a downer. Yeah, you go through mm. such a high mm. doing a show, and then that's it. So uh, mm. anyway, onwards and upwards. Yeah. <clears throat> so, how's your week been? My week's been pretty good. Lots of new ideas coming up. That's something that I find fascinating. You know, Steve, as an artist, you. You know, people say, oh, you know, what am I going to do next? I've got so many things. And not only do I think of those things, and then off the back of those, other things come along. And um, it's it's lovely to be like that. I, I've mentioned this before on the show. When we first started, I thought, you know, after, after about a year or two years, I'm going to run out of subjects. Because you think that, but I'm not. I've still got loads and loads and loads and loads of things to do. So people have got a lot... I think mainly because I can move from subject to subject, you know, still life to landscapes. And, and now, of course, we've got the light drawings sort of um, on the chocks, really. It opens even more fields up. No, it's great. I've had a good week. Good. A so good you... inspirational week, I would say. Good. So you've been planning the next, the next projects that are coming Yes, out. I have. Yes. And, of course, we're planning them now for, um, you know, 2015. That's right. That's right, listeners. He's been really busy the last couple of months, just beavering away, picture after picture after picture. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but these life drawings that you've just recently finished, we're going to bump those up the queue because I know people are eager to to get yeah. those get those started. Well, well, I like to see it uh, started and you know get people's reaction because it's different. You know, people wouldn't have seen anything quite like it before uh, on the internet or you know, in in books even. It's different, I suppose, because it's pastel pencil, really. And uh, you have to think and treat those in a different way. But I'd like the the feedback because I'd like to do more. And I'm sure people, if they do them, if they are like I was, I I thoroughly enjoyed doing them, um, then they will want more. And I'm happy to do them. Good. Well, that's it. We always base it on the feedback and the response that they get from your members and uh, the viewers mm-hmm. out there. So uh, always let us know what you think of various projects, what you want to see more of, because then we can tailor the content to what you want to see. Absolutely. And because we're, we're 
you know, I'm teaching drawing skills with this. This is the first time that's been done mm. uh, on our on our setup. So I think people see how you know I I'm drawing and uh, the way I started because I started um, drawing with squiggles and squares and, and measuring and all that sort of thing before the square drawing came along and. Um, it was uh, great. Anyway, anyway enough of that. Enough of this. Okay. So just a couple of questions this week. The first one we've got here is from Claire. Uh, Hi there. Thanks for the wonderful website. I would love to get to the point where I can sell my paintings online. I recently noticed that the pastel pencils have a permanence rating. I've noticed that some of them are only marked as one or two out of three. Is this something I need to worry about? I don't want to sell something knowing that in a few years it will fade or colour shift. Should I avoid using the one stars altogether? And what about the two stars? Mm, that's a good question. We've had we've had something like this before and we've talked about it, but I think it's worth uh, going over the same ground again. The star rating at the end denotes colour fastness of that particular colour or that particular pigment that's in it. Um, you get colours that, like the reds, uh, are particularly go quite quickly. If, if it's exposed to, um, like, sunlight, that's the worst thing of all. If you put a picture, a, an original picture, in direct sunlight, then within a few weeks almost, if the, the sunlight is strong, it will start to fade. You can't, you can't avoid that. So the answer is don't do that. And it doesn't matter. Even the uh, colours that are colour fast would go in those situations. But I really don't think we need to worry about it at all. And certainly if you were to say, well, I, I've got to avoid the one stars and the two stars, you, you, you'd lose half the pencil. So you, you couldn't possibly do that. I've never worried about it, and I don't think uh, any of our members should either. It's something that uh, I, I can understand where they're coming from. You know, it's a fear. But they wouldn't produce these pencils if they weren't really uh, a good product. So have no fear. Is, is that a generic thing with other mediums as well as pastel? Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It doesn't matter what you use. If it's watercolour, uh, I'm not sure about oil. Oil is, is a different setup. The pigment's the same, but you have a, a different uh, medium. So I'm not sure about oil. I can't swear to that it's going to be the same. But certainly watercolour uh, is definitely uh, a no-go. If you put that in sunlight, that will go 10 times quicker than pasta oil. Right. So, yes, it does. It goes across the medium, yeah. You find that. All pencils generally have star ratings. They, they, they do. When I started out with Carbothello, we had star ratings there. I think we were one to five then. I think we're one to four now. But different companies have got different uh, methods. Right. But the okay. lower, you know, the ones are uh, not so colour fast. The fours are very colour fast. Okay. I think that clears it up. As I said, don't yeah. worry about it. Okay, good question, Claire. So the next one is from Ivana, and Ivana needs some advice. She says, I've just started your lioness from your DVD and I'm struggling already. I couldn't get the ivory hairs to show up on either of the ears. After trying several times, the whole ears look muddied. I don't know whether to move on and finish it or to try again. I'm also unsure how hard I must press the pencil. I think I must have crushed the paper with the base colours I put on straight away. Any advice mm. would much would be much appreciated. 
Yeah. Well, well, one of the things I can pick up from that is the the pressure. I do when I'm doing the videos. I do say what kind of pressure I'm using. You know, is there a light touch here or put more pressure on? But even having said that, people can't. They're not. They haven't got hold of my hand, so they don't know how much pressure I'm putting on. Mm. Uh, I t- it's something that comes with experience. I've got to tell everybody that the more you do, the more you, familiar you'll be with it. And I've just been just out of it, just diverting just slightly here. I've been using red again in a picture that I've been doing this week. And I make a very clear point, don't press hard. Because once you press hard with the red, you know we're putting red directly on the pastel paper. I've told people that before. You can't put undercolors on. So when you put the red on and you you... Because you're going over the pastel paper, you know, the ombre pastel paper, you tend to see the paper showing through. Okay, so what you do is you press a bit harder, and it's still showing through, so you press a bit harder. Well, it wouldn't be long before you're crushing the paper, because the red is a hard pencil anyway. You've got to be very careful. So what what I've been doing this week, and uh, people can try this, is to put a a light coat on so you're kind of doing the best you can, but you still can see the paper, and then using the ivory uh, colour shaper to blend it in. Then you put a second coat on, okay? So you're not... And when you put the second coat on, you've still got the grip of the pastel paper there, and then you blend it again with the ivory and that could give a really really smooth finish and the paper was still intact so it's a, it's something that you could try and i'm going to be using this more and more now that's an extreme red is an extreme um and we are talking here about ivory aren't we that get, getting back to ivana's question um the ivory looks muddy well the reason the ivory looks muddy is it's mixing with other colors that's the only way it will happen the worst scenario is you put ivory on top of dark colours. If you do that, you're really asking for trouble. So really, ivory hairs should really, you should have the, the light base on first. The ivory should be put on first with the whites and any other greys or whatever colours you're using. They should be put on first. So you've got a light colour. The darker colours should could go into that, but it shouldn't cover it. I mean, you have to put the darker colours adjacent to these lighter colours. I appreciate that. But if they sort of overlap and then you end up with uh, the colour on top of ivory, the thing you do wrongly is you go back in with the ivory to try to bring it back. And, of course, that ivory then mixes with the dark colour that's been strayed onto it and you end up with mud. The way out of that would be to lift the colour, the, the offending colour that's been put on top of the ivory with a putty rubber. If you haven't got a putty rubber, you can use an ordinary razor. Really. Just roll it on to take that off. Mm. That will work, and then you can put the ivory back in again. But by mixing it, by you know trying to use the ivory over the top of these dark colours, you're in trouble. The only thing sometimes you see me do uh, is sharpen the ivory to a prime point, and then you can use it like we do with whiskers you know when we do a whisker i say uh sharpen the white to a very fine point and then zip it in and it usually if you're lucky it will go and cut through those colors um, and you can do the similar sort of thing with ivory but you've got to watch it ivory is a soft color and it doesn't take kindly to uh, 
to that kind of treatment. But I do know where uh, Ivana's coming from. As far as should she move, should she scrap it and start again? When you get a situation like this, folks out there, and you get you, you, you've done a section of your picture, and you think, oh, "I don't like this. This is not working for me." Um, rather than scrap it, because you've got a you've got a line drawing that's already set up for you. What I would suggest you do is say, do you know, what I'm going to do is use this as my practice piece. Rather than say, I'm going to finish this as a proper picture, think about it as a practice piece. So go ahead and carry on and finish the picture off. Um, I know it's going to take a bit of time and you think, well, am I wasting my time? You're not because you're learning all the time. Every time you put pastel pencil to paper, you're learning. And I've had this happen so many times in my classes where people have said, oh, I'm not happy with this calling. I think I'll scrap it and start again or I'll scrap it altogether. The danger there is is the negativity creeping in, Steve. You know, you get a, oh, I've I've failed and, oh, you know, I didn't do this right, and all these negative feelings. But if you say, oh, well, I, I, I'm really not happy with this picture, but I'm going to use it as my practice piece, that's a positive coming out. And I've had people do that, and when they finish the picture, surprisingly enough, they quite like it. Isn't it? It's queer, mm. isn't it? It's because they've relaxed and they've kind of seen it from a different point of view. Does that make any sense? It does, and it's interesting that the, the party rubber in that scenario can save uh, a picture just by lifting the pastel off, because we don't often talk about the party rubber, but then it, they're worth having having because of that reason. Absolutely. They're a fantastic product, Steve. Um, the reason you don't see me using it in that way very often is because I don't make those sort of mistakes. Yeah. You know, I don't. I, I wouldn't do that, but I do occasionally use it when I want to, like uh, in Castle Coon. I used it there, I think, in, in brickwork and so on. So there are times when I use it, but I deliberately use it. Yeah. I put the colour on, take it off, take a little bit of it off, and then it gives me a, a texture which I couldn't get otherwise. And also interesting about the ivory colour shaper, you almost sort of, it's just a really good way of doing that, just putting a bit of the pastel on, blending yeah. it, because I can see why the... The red going straight onto pastel paper, you're going to see a lot of the paper through. And uh, that's going to make you think, oh, I need to put more on and more on and more on. And then all of a sudden, there's nothing else going to go on top of that. Yes. Do you know, uh, a little test you can do with this, if you get your 118, which is the offending colour we're talking about here, and you get a piece of practice uh, on grey paper, sandpaper, use the red lightly over the pastel paper in a, in a smallish section and watch the dust, okay? What will happen as you keep going, you'll get more and more dust. Do the best you can. Try to emulate what I've done this week. Don't press too hard, but just enough so that the pastel paper uh, grips the pencil as it goes across it. You know, the little tooth. It's like little ridges. Imagine those little ridges. And, they, and the dust starts to appear. And when a sufficient dust appears... Use the ivory colour shaper to blend that dust in. You'll be amazed at how um, solid the colour you get. Then do it again, like I did, and you'll have a solid red. Now, the other option would be to press hard, try to get it the same way, and end up with a shiny surface, because that's what you'll do if you keep pressing it. Can you use that technique for just any other colour? Anything, anything at all. Yes, anything at all. Red. Yeah. Anything at all. We um, 
there is, uh, there's more to be had from these colour shapers. And I've got a few little surprises for people later on that I've, I've been experimenting with them. And that I'll tell you what, a little, little way down the line, you're going to see them come into their own. <laughs> That's a good tease. I'm sorry, isn't it? I can't say anyone. No, let me anyway. I won't let you tell anyone. You'd edit no. me out, so I'm not wasting my breath, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. Yeah, you're right. They're a fantastic tool, and they're yeah, they're a must-have for past present work. You know what? But, you know, sorry, Steve, but just dropped you again. But it just popped into mind. You know, we've talked about is is pastel pencils a painting or a drawing and we've all agreed now that it is actually a painting do you know you come much much closer when you're using a color shaper to the actual painting process mm. i think you see you'll see that as time goes on well especially when the color is picked up on the color shaper and then you're using that like you that's did right. in the siamese cat that's right that was that that was siamese that was a kid. bit of a breakthrough wasn't it that and i've used that lots of times since then yeah with the life drawings, I'm sorry to go back onto that, but with the life drawings, I use it there too. I actually dip in to the dark colour deliberately and uh, use that dark colour. It's like colour. a paintbrush. Just you're using like, the ivory, exactly. like the ivory colour shaper like a paintbrush. Exactly. Isn't it exciting? It is. Well, this is completely revolutionary. I don't think I've seen anyone out there. Because, I mean, the thing is, those blenders... I, obviously, we're using them for pastel, but they're, they're used for all sorts of things, aren't they? Like yeah. modelling... And clay and things like that they, they're not even with crafts absolutely well the the ivory one is designed specifically for soft pastel soft it's actually pastel. designed for that soft right. pa- yeah not pastel pencil soft pastel and it the idea was that you do you paint with it right it, right not, not wet you just you know paint it dry and that's what it was designed for as soft pastel there you go so i'm using it for harder pastel but um it still works the same way good good well that's a lot of advice in that question um so thanks well, for that avana yes you do well isn't you? <laughs> yeah <laughs> what so if you've got a question for the show you can go to colinbradleyart.co.uk and click the contact page at the top and uh, get in touch with us we also uh, extract lots of questions from youtube and facebook so if you're following us on those platforms then do get in touch if you have a minute as well it would be great if you could write us a little review on itunes if you're enjoying the show and um, you could rate us out of five stars on itunes or if you're listening through stitcher then you can rate us on there as well and it will bump us up the rankings and uh see uh, and help other people to discover the show which would be great absolutely just before we go steve um, this week, I had somebody, uh, a chap called Brian, and he got in touch with me through Facebook, funny enough, and his wife has gotten into pastel pencils now. Anyway, he was the uh, promotions uh, director for Swans to Bela when I first started in really? 1985. He wow. was the pro- he was the and uh, he actually leave because he was a he was also a copywriter as well, you know, when you copyright. And he went on to to do that. He he left Swans to be I think about three years he was there and he went off. Very sorry to see him go because he was instrumental in putting me in Olympia and putting me uh in the magazines and so on. And he got in touch and said, uh, hi, do you remember me? 
And I said, of course I remember you. And uh, we had a, you know, we didn't have a conversation because it was, it was on a message on Facebook. But it was lovely to hear from him again. And he was quite thrilled the way things have gone for me over the years. It's nice, too. It's like, you know, when we get somebody come back to us and say, I saw you, you know, 50 years ago. And uh, I started then. <laughs> Not quite 50. Look at me now. <laughs> no, you know what I mean, and uh, and they they tell me that they're you know they're, they're doing really well, and uh, and it's lovely to hear that. It's it's lovely to see and you know, the voices from the past. Yeah, because I've got a lot of past, Steve. You see, <laughs> so the past pencils will be thirty years old next year with you. Uh, Eighty-five. Yes, it would. Yes, yes. Yeah, we must we must celebrate that, mustn't we? Somehow or other, 30 years, 1985, I, I first. Actually, do you know what, Steve? I think it was actually 1984, the, the kind of 84 fire, because I had been doing the, the watercolour work when I first started here in 1982 for a couple of years. And then it was a couple of years after that I started with the pastel pencils. So it's about now. It's about now. <laughs> don't, don't give us any pressure to do anything then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no, I'm just grateful that uh, I'm still going, and uh, it is going. And this is what Brian said, what a fantastic thing to see, that he was there when it first started. And he mentioned that lovely cat. You remember the cat? I think we probably actually put it on our The cat that was in the magazine. Yes, because that that was basically he was responsible for that going on there. Wow. And that started it all off. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Brian. Love for that. <laughs> okay, cool. So I think we'll call it a day there yes, this I think week. We've had a good a lot of information there. So send more of your questions in, and we'll be back next week with a studio show because I'll be down for a day next week, late next week. Oh, great! Oh, well, that'd be lovely. So lovely to see you opposite me again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, mate. All right. So that's it for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.